Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 10th, 2022. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy and UPC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know and put your camera on to get the preference. Geeta? Hi, Rahul. Good morning. Um, yes, my ma'am. H1B, my husband's H4 and my husband's H4 EAD, everything is expiring on September 6th this year, 2022. But my H-1B has been extended in the premium processing until 2025. So my question is to to get the automatic extension process for my husband's H-4 EAD, you you suggested a process. So do we need to travel first now uh, to get his I-94 extended or let's uh, let's submit the application for H-4 plus EAD and then travel outside to Mexico? I would recommend to first submit the application and then travel. So first submit H4 plus EAD and then travel. Once we come back, the I-94 changes. Do we need to update the USCIS about You don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything. Okay. You suggest going to Mexico rather than Canada, right? Do you have Canadian visa? We are PR holders for Canada. You can go to Canada. You don't have to go to Mexico. Okay. Yeah. We were just checking and uh, you do not suggest a road trip, but you suggested flying instead to Canada. That's right. That's right. And stay there, stay there for like two two days and then come back. One, the... one day is fine. One day is fine. Okay. So Canada is fine. So we will submit the application first and then come back um, with the I-94. Then his EAD will be automatically extended for the 540 days, right? As long 95% as we apply. 95% of the time. 95% of the time. There are some failures though, but he will still be allowed to come in and stay until September 6th. So if that happens, the failure occurs, you're back square. I'm sorry, the failure occurs when? Sometimes the CBP officer will not extend it until September 2025. 5% of the time they don't. Okay, 5%. So there is no guarantee and you won't recommend one option like mm-hmm. Mexico or Canada or anything to get that I-94 extended, no. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next person, okay. please. Rohit? Rohit? Hey, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, I hope you're able to hear me. Yes, go ahead. Okay, thank you. Uh, so I'm currently on a non-profit H-1B visa. And uh, so I've been receiving offers from profit employers, but uh, they do not want to file the uh, um, lottery and wait till October 1st in order to uh, make the transfer happen. So I wanted mm-hmm. to know, uh, given my current visa stat- status, uh, uh, when are we considered um, counted against the cap? Uh, is it uh, just if our H-1B lottery is selected or do I have to wait till the approval? 
and also, is it mandatory to begin our employment with the CAP subject petitioner from October 1st and work for a set amount of time to be considered as um, CAP subject? That way, I'm not restricted in the to, to uh, be, nonprofit to, industry. To, to, be, to be a CAP subject H1B, you must have either passport stamped with that visa, which most probably unlikely for you. The other possibility is that you have an I-94, which is valid with that particular company. So do you right now, did you got selected in the lottery or not? You're contemplating yes, the future. Yeah, uh, so so basically what happened in, in 2019, it got selected. And before the approval, I just switched the employer and they, they just withdrew the petition before the approval. But again, like this year, it got selected again in 2022. Uh, so, so, so I was wondering if, like, if what's you, the best strategy? Yeah, to, if, if, uh, if, you, if you want to be counted towards the H-1B number and still exactly. want, you want to go back to the old company though, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The best strategy would be to have a H-1B approved with the current company. Okay. With, with on the one picked October, in the lottery? Picked in the lottery. Okay. okay. And if you can work for two days or one week for this company mm-hmm. and go back to the old company, that will be very ideal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you do that? No, but uh, technically, like we, uh, so if it, let's say if it gets approved and if I start working for that employer, uh, from October 1st, I have to uh, resign from my current one and, and just... Uh, no, you can take a leave of absence from the current company. Okay. So is it, is it totally fine if I continue with my non-profit H-1B visa right now? With you're not continuing. You said, I said leave of absence. No, but leave of absence does indicate that it's on a payroll, right? Which means like technically no, I'm on can, you, two you, h one In the payroll thing, they'll ask you, do you want the payment or you don't want the payment? You say, I don't want the payment. There are okay. ways where you can keep the nonprofit and for-profit at the same time and move to switch back. You can have a private consultation for it because I know your purpose. Your purpose is you want to be counted with the, with the cap, but at the same time, you want to work, continue working for the nonprofit organization. That can be done. Okay. You can have a private consultation. We'll discuss about it. Next person, please. Uh, yeah, hi, Rahul Reddy. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, so my question is, uh, like my H4 is approved, but my H4 EAD is in progress. Can I travel to India now? Um, is this EAD an extension of the EAD? Uh, no. Previously, I applied my EAD, but my... Just one second. New, new EAD it is. Okay. So you have the H4 right now approved. You're going to travel. Why did, did you not file H4 and EAD together? You filed it separately? Yes. Why did you do that? Uh, I have your husband just, speak with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did yeah. you? Why did you apply H4 and EAD separately? Uh, actually, we filed uh, previously one more EAD. Um, at that point of time, the company was not filing. So first, the company, was, they filed the H4. Then okay. 
Uh, yeah, I, so I, let, 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 yeah, let me answer though. Yeah, if you travel outside the country and come back into the country, your EAD will be approved. It will not be any problem. Okay. 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 So our Absolutely H4 not a problem. Okay, so H4 is H4 approved, is approved, I'm aware. H4 is approved. She's traveling. The question is, if she travels while the EAD is pending, will it cause uh, any problem for EAD approval? In this case, no. Okay. okay. Next okay. Next person, please. If anybody is a newcomer, please Hi. let our team know, guys. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Actually, um, I sent letters, as you suggested, to congressman and the senator. And uh, uh, I have uh, one uh, issue. Uh, I filed my 485 in 2020 um, in EB3 concurrent filing. And mm -hmm. then uh, uh, my uh, EB2 is current from May. Um, so I asked my company to interfile. They said no. Um, because of uh, company restructuring, the, the names are changed. Ah. Company names are changed. What's your priority date? Uh, 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 2013, August 2013. Okay. Okay. Keep going. So now uh, I, I asked one more question to either we can do refiling in EB2. No. If they there's said, no interfiling, uh, they need to file an I 140 again. No, I, I have 140. I 140 already. You said there is a restructuring of the company. Yeah, they did the restructuring. The names, uh, I mean, the previous name is still there, but it's a totally different entity. Uh, so they have to file an I-140 before they file a interfiling or for, for refiling your application. Yeah, I asked for refiling actually. So they need to do I-140 and refile? Yes. Or uh, just re refiling of 485 is enough? No, they have to file an I-140. If you want to file a concurrent, you can. Or you you have to file an I-140, period. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and one more question. That's the reason why they're refusing you to, that's the reason why they refuse to do interfiling. Oh, okay, okay. So, my, so my for you, the best thing, uh, yeah. No, your wife yeah. travel has nothing to do with all these things. The best thing okay. for you to do right now is to file an I-140. And it's uh, and they have to file an I-140, and they need to do premium processing of that I-140. Oh, okay. And then uh, you can choose to interfile or refile afterwards. Okay, so it's better to stay in EB3 otherwise. Uh, so you don't have an option. Yeah, you're a beggar. You can't come and say I want like mutton biryani with spice in it. Yeah. So if you want options, you need to get an I-140 approval. I oh. would like to have options. I don't want to be a beggar. I want to have mutton yeah. biryani with a spice in it. Okay. okay? For that, you need yeah. to get an I-140 approved. Okay. okay. If not, yeah. you're stuck with EB3. Next person, please. Uh, I think so. Yes, we. Yes, we. Can you please unmute? Yes. Uh, good morning. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, my question is, uh, my application for H-1B was selected in the lottery in uh, April 2016. Uh, we got an RFE. We responded to it. 
in December 2016, and uh, my I-129 was approved in uh, January 2017. Since then, mm -hmm. uh, neither uh, neither it is stamped, nor I have actually traveled to US. Uh, I have been mm -hmm. always you know, staying staying outside of US USA. My question is whether I can still use this H-1B to work in USA. The, uh, to work in you, to, you mean to say, the law says that you must be either have a passport stamped or I-94. You said you ne your passport is never stamped, is that right? That's right. Technically, you're not counted toward the H-1B number. Okay. However, though, we have seen some people filing the H-1Bs, getting it, some people getting the rejections, though. I would give you a 25% chance for that. That okay. they will approve your H-1B. Okay, and if, if suppose if I have to uh, uh, make a use of it, until what date you know I have to try? I mean, until what date I have to there enter into no, use? We, there is nothing like. Technically, you are not, but they sometimes are approving it. There is no date for it though. That twenty-five percent. Next person, please. Okay, thank you so much. You should have got the passport stamping. Then you would have been counted for sure. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Rahul. I'm a newcomer over here. I'm a. Uh, I hope I'm audible. You are. Yeah. Uh, I'm a green card holder. Uh, I came here in 2017, but I just come and go back because my husband is in uh, India. Uh, he couldn't mm -hmm. come with me in 2017 because uh, of his mother was not keeping well. So me and my daughters are over here, but we just come and go back. So I just wanted to ask you, now my husband wants to come over here. So can I reopen the the file, the file which was there in 2016 because we already paid the visa application fee, uh, fee for him and all. But no. we are not filled the forms like I-864, 864 no, for him. It, once, once the final action date becomes current though, if it doesn't utilize the time within one year, it lapses. I-130 lapses. So you need to file one more I-130 for him. I-130 for him. So I'm a green card mm -hmm. holder. So I can file for him, right? Absolutely, you can. And how many? How much time it takes approximately? It'll take about two two years for him to get the green card there in India. Two years to get a green card over here to come over here. Mm -hmm. Anything else? I uh, okay. And your daughter is a citizen. She is going to become a citizen just in one or two months right now. So if he she files for him, then how much time it will take? How old is your daughter? My daughter is 22 years old. Okay. If she files also, it's the same She's time. She's staying here so continuously for four years. I, I so got I, it. I got sorry? it. Sorry? So, yeah. Yeah. She, it will take the same time. Two years. Two years for a green card yeah. to him to get, yeah. right? No. For daughter filing for the husband, uh, father also, it takes two years. Okay. And a spouse filing also will take two years, right? Two years. Yeah. Okay, that's the only question I had. Next question, okay. please. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I wrote uh, letters to congressmen and uh, senators. Thank you very I much. From uh, one of the senators, I talked to them, and they, uh, the reply was generic that uh, USCIS is working on it. They have budget. That's fine. We need to let them. We need to know. We need to let them know. Yeah. Um, so uh, 
my case is my priority date is May 2012. I in EB2, I downgraded to EB3 in October 2020, and uh, later interfiled my medicals. Also interfiled back to EB2 in January 2022. Got and is your is is your is your I140 under um, EB3 approved? Yes, it was approved. Okay, keep going. Um, so there, there has not been any movement so far uh, on my case. I did my fingerprints. Is your case moved? Is your case moved to National Benefit Center? No, sir. Okay, keep going. Okay. So in the first week of May, my processing, my receipt date, October 6, 2020, was outside normal processing time. So I raised mm -hmm. an uh, SR with USCIS. And then mm -hmm. on the Thursday, last last week, Thursday, again, the it went back to your cases in normal processing time. Please uh, raise request in August. Um, so do you think they'll honor my SR? I raised no, it when won't. it was outside. They won't. They won't. Okay. They won't. Do you think raising a con congressional inquiry would help? No, ma'am. You can. Uh, There's nothing you can do. Okay. My H-1B is expiring in September 2022, and I'd like to travel to India. Do you see any problem if I go to India uh, because my H-1 is going to expire in uh, September 2022? I have to go get my visa stamped. Do you think there will be any problem if I visit India and go to visa with only few days left, a uh, few months left on my visa? You have an advance parole? No, I only got... EAD without advance parole. Uh, at what time are you going for stamping? Uh, I did not book any dates. I, I just wanted to well, know. Beg, I would I would get a H-1B extension approval and then go for stamping. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. I would avoid, you stayed all this, wait until advance parole, it may come any month. Next person, please. Masi. Hi. Um, Hello, Mr. Rahul. Thanks for uh, attending my call. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the camera to uh, show my sure, sure. thing. No problem. Um, okay. So I have applied for my my priority date is uh, 2013, September 2013, through Employer A. And I moved to Employer C. And I'm working with Employer C right now. And they are in the process of filing the... Wait. Hmm? Wait. So you moved from Employer A to Employer C. And your priority yeah. date is September 2013, Okay. That's right. And um, they are in the process of filing my perm and this still their perm has not been applied. Um, waiting for my prevailing wage determination recruitment phase is going on. Mm -hmm. And as the visa bulletin is coming, uh, my dates are getting current. Um, do you think my employee can uh, file for my green card without joining them? They can if they want to. So they, the employee can file a green card without uh, joining them. That's right. Absolutely, they can. Okay, if, if, if that's the case, what the, like, um, they need to uh, show anything about my employment, like job uh, no, staying or something? No, you're, no, no false statements are required. Okay. Okay. And if I were you, whatever they tell you to do, you should do it. Okay. Thanks, uh, Mr. Rahul. Thanks a lot. Watch the video that I sent to you right now. Next person. Okay. Dinesh. Hi Rahul, this is Dinesh. Uh, so my question is, um, actually my parents came here from Canada. They had a Canada a visitor visa, but and mm -hmm. then came on uh, 7th April. 
So like technically one month before, but now the Canada visa is expired. They have a visa here up to July 2024, but the problem mm-hmm. is their I-94 is expiring on 19th May because like they came here on uh, November 2021 and then border security, they came through land border. The border security, they kept the same I-94 and now the right. I-94 is expiring. So what should be my next step? Like how to renew that one? They are planning to go back to the India after two months, but they need to stay here for two months. What they can't, you can't just tell that they need to stay here. You're asking me or you're telling me? Uh, they should no, no, no. How to renew? How to renew that I-94? Here, here is a problem, Dinesh, where people don't understand. If you apply for the renewal, this is what is going to happen. They're going to issue a biometric notice three months down the line. Okay. They won't be here for the biometrics. They will deny the extension. If the extension is denied, their passport visa automatically get canceled. Okay, suppose they stay here up to the biometrics. Okay, that's a possibility. But even if that is the case, though, you need to understand if they are visiting United States, they're staying in United States for more than six months. You said their passport visa expiring in 2024, though. They need to get the renewal done. So they won't get the renewal. There's a good chance if they extend it, they won't get the renewal, though. Because in United States, the way they feel is that Visiting parents, visiting children, they stay in the hotel. They don't stay in the home. Okay, but technically they came one month before only. But uh, unfortunately, no, they continued they came, the I-94. No, they, they came in November. They visited Canada in between. While they are in USA, they visited Canada. They were in Canada. They visiting USA. They are, they are in Canada yeah, since supervision in more than I, 10 years. I do, not, I do not recommend extending it, sir. I do not recommend extending. Recently, one of the people, I, I, I do not recommend extending. Okay, it's up to you. Next person, please. Satya. Sorry, sometimes people have, they want solutions that are very risky for them and not good for them. And sorry, we can't provide those solutions because it's not good for them. We don't, we don't want to. Uh, go ahead. Uh, next person, please. Um, and people, if you have any questions, guys, leave messages in the chat group. I will try to answer them, guys. Hi, Rahul. Satya here. So uh, I yes, uh, my, my H4 um, got approved last week. So my H4 EAD is still pending. I got uh, NOID for, for EAD first time. And then uh, now, now I... I uh, Why? Submitted... What's the NOID? What's the NOID? Uh, because... Uh, NYID for EAD is like uh, they didn't receive any of the documents. Uh, so I submitted. I got it. Okay, you submitted it. You submitted. Okay, go ahead. I submitted all the documents. And second time, uh, I got RFE for the same uh, EAD. Like uh, they need a H4 approval for it. So uh, last week I got a H4 approval. So I'm going to reply for the, the H4 approval. So uh, my question is, should I have to wait until my EAD got approved for getting a job? Or uh, can I continue with the auto extension of 540 days with the H4 approval? When is your previous EAD expired? October 1, October 1st, 2021. And before that time, you already filed the extension. Yeah. Yeah, you're eligible mm-hmm. for 540 days, ma'am. Oh, okay. 
you're eligible okay. for 540 days. You just okay. need to show them the receipt notice of mm -hmm. the EA and your previous EAD, you're good to work for 540 days. And you told yeah. me that your H1, H4 is approved. Yes. Okay, yeah, you, you're good for 540 days. And you can calculate the 540 days better than me. Next and last yeah. person, and the rest of the people, I'll go with questions, guys. On uh, those people who are leaving questions online, I'll go with them. On the Ravi? chat. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, hi. Uh, before I ask my question, there is uh, um, one query about the letters. I wrote letter to Congressman as well as USA, uh, USCIS director, but it's showing me mm -hmm. the failure. I wrote to her five times from different email IDs. And I put the same email ID which you gave in your uh, letter recommendation. And I we just changed. Uh, we we just changed a different email address. We changed it about a week ago, though. Oh, okay. So then, can you share because, the video with address? Uh, if you go to the same link, that we uh, the email address has been changed. Okay, sound good. Then I'll do it. So my question is: uh, My son is on F one. Um, well, he applied for F1. It hasn't been approved. It's been almost 10 months. So do you recommend going to India, Canada, or Mexico to get it stamped in person? No. Um, no, I don't recommend it. And does he need it right now, F1? He's going to college right now. Yeah, he finishes the first year of college, and now he wants to do internship, and he's doing unpaid internships while staying on H1, uh, H4 and doing it. Well, you, there will be a premium processing coming pretty soon for F1 visa. You can do that. So we should wait. Yeah, you should wait. I wouldn't recommend going for stamping right now. So sh And should he continue doing the unpaid internships? Technically, he's not supposed to do unpaid internships also on H4. Oh, so he shouldn't do it. Yeah. So and I'm going to issue? go with the questions. Let's okay. say, let's keep it quiet. That's better. Uh, my EB, uh, DBAPR, my EB2, I for referring to return March. Now my case is, is it, a, is it a positive sign? Yeah, um, it's definitely a positive sign, but if it's March 22, my main question is, is the final action date current for you though? Uh, going to NBC, hmm, they should have approved it. I don't know why it went to NBC. It's definitely, I don't know why they send it back to NBC. They should have approved it though. So I don't see that as a positive sign, but I don't see that as a negative either. It's not been denied. No RFE has been issued. Um, uh, I'm currently an H1B. My employer has started the GC process. Uh, currently pre-WT, they want to promote me to AVP to VP. No major change. Will it impact my current H-1B status? Maybe need to file a new petition or GC process. Now, for the GC process though, it should not affect though, but you never know what kind of lawyers you have. Always check with them though. Since I don't think so, you are from India, so your, prior, your final action dates are current for you. So check with them with regards to, uh, to H-1B also. Since there are no major changes though, I don't think so an amendment is required. I don't think so an amendment, a different process is required for the green card though. But it's always better to check with the lawyer and the HR if they would want it because you don't want to go wait for one year and then they say, 
we're not going to file the 485 because the job duties have changed. But I would say one thing, if I'm the lawyer, I don't think so you need an amendment. I don't think so you need any changes in the green card application for you. My son turned 19, priority date is December, I-140 is approved in two weeks. I asked me if we can withdraw and refile it, and she said it will cancel perm as well. Any input, not true. You can withdraw the I-140 and refile the I-140. The rule is very clear that if you have ever filed an I-140, your labor certification is always current for the entire life of you, as long as you're living. So you can withdraw the I-140 and refile it. I would do that because your son is turning 2019. That is the best way. I would file EB2 and EB3. Now there's one unfortunately bad news for you though. Recently they're approving um, I-140s after 16 or 17 months they're approving it. At least you can save your son by about 16 to 18 months under the current conditions. And sometimes Praveen, what we do is when we file these applications, we do some faulty things so that we can get an RFE that will delay your I-140 for a long period of time. Believe me, we do those kind of techniques. My mother-in-law is diagnosed. My spouse wanted to travel. What are the consequences of his face if we apply for a uh, advanced parole? No, no negative consequences. If they give it, they give it. They don't give it, they don't give it. It's not going to have negative consequences under 485. Uh, Karthik, uh, we have never seen any problem recently with regards to going for H-1B stamping on 797Cs. Absolutely, we don't see that thing. Uh, we don't see that thing. Never. That was before 2001 or so we used to have that problem. You can go. While filing the 485, do you need to mention the concurrent H-1B wallet? Uh, I know your problem. I know your problem. You don't want to disclose it to your employer's lawyer. Walid, you can consult us. I will tell you a trick when the time comes. I, I know your problem, Walid. I know. We face it. <laughs> I know your problem. Um, there are creative ways for it that, that I'll, we, we can work through. When the priority rate becomes current, you can consult us. We will let you know what the process is at that point of time. But yeah, I want the uh, uh, I want the snake to die and and the stick not to be valid. Interfiled in March, not getting any any traction. It's too late to refile. Uh, it's up to you, Vijay. It's up to you, Vijay. It's up to you. Um, my daughter is aging out in September 18, and she has she had H4 visa until September 14. How can I apply for her H1? Well, get an I20 and apply for F1 though. Um, that's not a problem. What are the reasons EBAOS denial? Not just your criminal record, there may be something the company may have followed, but very rarely, Ruthvik, we get a 485 denial, very rarely. So unless you have a reason to suspect, don't even bother consulting a lawyer because you'll be wasting your money. If you suspect something, you consult. Otherwise, just don't be panic mode. I mean, what's the reason how people are going to die? What am I going to say? I mean, people may skydive without uh, a parachute. They can die. My prior date is July 3rd. What are the chances of getting into correct? Watch, uh, I, I cannot, Srini, don't ask that question to me. 
I had two jobs concurrently last year. Do I need to submit both the Bluetooth with 482 application this year or just a Bluetooth of my current? Akshay, we don't need to submit W2s anymore though. We don't need to submit W2s anymore. You can apply, I would recommend applying it about uh, 19 years and six months you can apply. That's the recommendation that we do though. But you can apply anytime before 2020, uh, before the child turned 21. Uh, Dinesh, I'm an Australian, so I lived and worked in uh, USA, traveled outside and approved extension, but the consulate visa office rejected, citing that I do not have strong ties after five years under a change about a recent same visa. Uh, uh, that's a tough question, Dinesh. You should have noticed that for you, when you stayed from 2014 to 2017 though, you should have applied for H-1B. That's a wrong thing you did though. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at, uh, uh, at 4.30. Don't forget that we have a YouTube and uh, Facebook live at, uh, uh, at five to, from five to 6 p.m. And we'll try to answer as much questions as possible there. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.